Hi, welcome to the podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start Unit 8, Block Education, Social Processes and Institutions. Unit 8, Education and Socialization. Children in society differ from each other in terms of their gender, family, social environment, class, caste and racial backgrounds. They are exposed to different child rearing practices that are known to have an indelible impact on their personality and cognitive abilities. These differences among children influence and are themselves influenced by classroom practices in a manner which reinforces differences among them, facilitating learning among students from a favorable background and at the same time inhabiting learning among those from a relatively disadvantaged background. Here we discuss the processes of education and socialization in traditional families. In this unit, we seek to understand the manner in which differential socialization practices and patterns in a society shape people's self-concept and personality, thereby leading to differential educational experiences in schools. The differences which the student carry from their homes to the classroom have an important bearing on their performance and achievement levels in education. In the next unit, we will explore how education brings about social change and how social change influences education. Now, let us start the next point, understanding socialization. Socialization is a term which one often comes across in the writings on sociology of education. What exactly does it mean? Socialization is a process whereby people acquire the attitudes, values and actions appropriate to individuals as a member of a particular culture. Eskimo children, for example, learn to enjoy eating the raw intestines of birds and fish, while Chinese children learn to relish the stomach tissues of pigs. Just reading about these things may make us a little uncomfortable because unlike these people, we have not been eat, talk and behave in a specific manner. They are encouraged to be quiet docile, gentle and submissive. Boys, on the other hand, are rewarded for their independent and assertive behavior. So, socialization is all about being in tune with what society expects from us, depending on our age, gender and social background. Socialization occurs through human interaction. We learn a great deal from our family members 
best friends, teachers and all those for whom we nurture affection and respect other. We also learn though to a limited extent from the people on the street, characters, portrayals and depictions of characters in films and magazines and other sources. By interacting with people as well as through our own observations, we learn how to behave properly and what to expect from others if we follow society's norms and values. Socialization affects the overall cultural practices of a society and also shapes the perception that we develop of ourselves. In other words, socialization refers to the process whereby the biological child acquires a specific cultural identity and learn to respond to such an identity. The basic agencies of socialization in contemporary societies are the family, peer group and the school. It is though these agencies and in particular through these relationships with each other that the various orderings of societies are made manifest. Just as we learn a game by playing it, so we learn life by engaging it. We are socialized in the course of participating in social processes ourselves. If we are not tortured in manners, for example, we learn appropriate manners through the mistakes that we make and the disapproval that others displays. Education is only one part of the socialization process. It is not and can never be the whole of that process. Socialization has wide-ranging implications. People may be socialized into groups of which they already are members or into groups to which they wish to become attached. It is not a process which takes place merely in early childhood. It takes place throughout the life. In short, socialization refers to the social learning process in all its complexity. The specific knowledge, skills and dispositions required to make a child a more or less able member of the society may be defined somewhat differently by different analysts. There would be little disagreement, however, that cognitive skills and the skills to build and maintain social relations are central to this process. Families contribute to the motivation and cognitive skills exhibited by their children not only when they enter the educational system but throughout their social experience. It is equally apparent that the kinds of experience a child has with the peer groups significantly affect cognitive and social skills and academic motivation. Here we wind up this conversation and thank you so much for choosing this podcast.